This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We're back with more Tapped Out with Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine on the BetQL Network. Don't forget CJ. Jake's going to join us here coming up in just a couple of minutes. You are listening to the BetQL Network. It is Tapped Out. You might be watching us on twitch.tv backslash BetQL on the Odyssey app and check out the podcast. We'll get that up as soon as we're done with things. In just a minute, Jake's going to join us and ask us the better bet, but what are you freaking out over there, Tobin, in Miami? What's going on? Like, what happened in that Tafa fight? Oh, my God. He got that leg up. They, I mean, listen, credit to Tafa, even though, you know, you could have uh, saved a few carbs, you know, and actually made the weight you're contracted to be at. He did get up that leg quick, like a, like a, like a, like a slingshot. Big boy got that leg up, head kick to put down Honeysucker. Is that his name? Close enough, Harry Hunsucker, but Honeysucker. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I mean, at this point, Honeysucker, I'm sure he's going to be called you let tonight. me down. You let me down, honey sucker. Tafa by first round KO. All right, here's how we're going to play this game. It's called Better Bet. Jake's going to take over the microphone. He's going to give us a couple of options. We're going to tell you which one is, well, the better bet. Take it away, Jake. What's going on, guys? We'll play on one that you guys kind of already touched on. You asked, you know, if if I told you someone was going to get knocked out in the Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley fight, who would it be? Uh, Brandon said there's no chance that it would be Tyron Woodley, if I remember correctly. So I ask you the question, Jake Paul by knockout plus 220 or Tyron Woodley by decision plus 750. Which one's the better bet? I'm going to go with Tyron Woodley by decision as the better bet. Like I can't see, like he's not getting Nate Robinson. It's not happening. I don't care what bonuses there are shenanigans or that he's a last minute opponent or some people think he's going to take a dive. I can't see a scenario where the former welterweight champion is put out by Jake Paul. I don't mean that Jake Paul can't win. I think he can win the fight. This is boxing. He's got to go get win a majority of the rounds. But no, I would I would still say even with that, I would say Tyron Willie winning a decision is the better bet. So just because you're a former champion, that's all you have to be and then yeah. you get your respect. How about the fact that he hasn't won a boxing fight yet, hasn't won an MMA fight in a long time, hasn't won a fight that I've seen on television coming up in one, two, three, four, almost five years. I don't understand your theory. I don't think Jake Paul is going to win by knockout. That's why it's not even money. That's why it's not the favorite. But if you're going to give me plus 260 odds, now let me speak on this. I think both these things could happen. Honestly, I, and I'm not, I'm not trying to talk about out of both sides of my mouth. I wouldn't be shocked Feels if like he wins are. by decision. What? No, no, I sort of am. You, you, you have wins by claiming that Jake Paul's going to knock him out. Woodley thought that he won by decision last time. Tyrone Woodley mm-hmm. is insane if he actually believes that. And I appreciate that he said that. I think that that's part of the reason why he ended up getting this second fight. When it comes to the second fight from Jake Paul's perspective, I feel like if this thing's going to keep going, Brendan, I actually mean this. He has to win by knockout. If this fight ends the same way, like, 
you're right. There's not as much interest in Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley, two as there was one. If he knocks this guy out, puts him on the canvas, people like you all of a sudden are going to go, oh, my gosh, this guy's a real fighter. I want to see what he's got I will, next. I will. And if it goes to the cards next time, it's going to be the same thing. He needs to knock him out is what I'm trying to tell you. I, I, I agree that it would help with the buzz very much. If he knocks him out, like, listen, game on. You actually yeah, beat a guy who could, who, could, who could throw something back to you. Uh, I think that I, I honestly do think that I would skip Tommy Fury. I think he'll get a bigger fight if he's able for to sure. knock out Tyron Woodley, for sure. I just don't think he can do it. Like, I, I don't I don't think he's got that firepower in his arsenal against a guy like this who has been in there with guys much more dangerous than him. Reed Wallach came on and said, the move is probably Jake Paul by decision, but this is why we play better bet, try and give you guys a tough choice. Uh, and I agree with your oh, – I, I can see of both of your sides there. Jake Paul by decision. That's what Vegas tells us. That's the favorite. I'm just telling you, grow a pair and put a little bit on the knockout. That's all I'm saying. Go to uh, another knockout prop. In the main event of the UFC card tonight, Derek Lewis uh, takes on Chris Dawkins. So are you betting on Chris Dawkins by KO plus 150 or Derek Lewis money line plus 120? And – Pretty much the question here is, can Derek Lewis win without uh, knocking out Chris Dawkins? And if he can, then I think Moneyline's probably the better play. But I'll, I'll give that one to you guys. Which one, Moneyline or KO in the main event of the UFC? You know, like Derek Lewis, I think, deserves a little bit more credit for being able to, you know, be smart about how he goes about fights. People think, oh, he's just a knockout artist. And yeah, like that's what we go and pay to watch him see. But like, look. Even as boring as that Francis Ngannou fight was, he did enough to throw the strikes to go win the fight. Like, he's able to, to I think he probably knows, like, hey, I'm in here with a guy who's probably going to try and knock me out in the first round. And so I think he's going to be able to weather that storm. I think the better bet is taking him. Like, I think to, to, to go and put your money on Derek Lewis to win it and, and you're getting him as an underdog, like, yeah, I would, I would take that all day. Yeah, this is a tough one because I really like both of these, and Dawkins could definitely knock him out. I think we keep coming back to the same thing, which I don't think is a great argument, Brendan, which is we haven't seen enough of Dawkins, at least in the octagon. I mean, overall, the guy is, I think it's 19-1 and one overall in the octagon. It's only 3-1 and one. when it comes to Derek Lewis. I've mentioned this a couple of times. Once he walks tonight, this will be the 10th walk that he's made when it comes to the UFC main event for Derek Lewis. So he's used to these fights. If it has to go in deep water, when the lights are the brightest, now I say that, that this fight is taking place at the apex so you know it's not necessarily what Derek Lewis took on last time when he lost to Cyril Gaon with the real bright lights in his hometown right. of Houston it just feels like there's not a lot of pressure on this fight for the Black Bees compared to the last one and when it comes to Chris Dawkins there's all the pressure in the world if you lose look you're young enough and early enough in the game that you're going to be able to fight your way back up but if you win then you're there then you're like there and everybody's going to talk about you you're going to main event fight so I feel like if you just want to take a bet based on pressure there's a lot more on Dawkins which is why I think I'm going to take the plus 120 on the Black Beast yeah I agree with you go ahead go ahead Jake uh Dawkins is my guy trains at Balance uh, Studios Philly. Which is, uh, it's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu gym about four minutes from my girlfriend's house. So I'm a big fan of the Philly boy, but we'll see. I don't know if I'm going to let my, I haven't yet decided what I'm betting on there, but uh, my heart Don't bet probably... on a guy that lives in your backyard. Trust me, <laughs> I did that. I, I laid my whole account on Victor Ortiz to beat Floyd Mayweather and that, Ooh. well, we remember how that, yeah, we remember how That's that. And I, I, I'm not even joking. I emptied the account. You guys remember the fight, sucker punch. He he, he had a Jayhawk on the back of his shorts, Victor uh -huh. Ortiz. Like, 
I mean, it's just my school. I had to bet on him, and so don't do that. Take my word for it, Jake. Like, if you're going to bet on him, I'm fine with that. He's not too much of a dog. In fact, he's the favorite to win the fight tonight. But don't enter the account. Put a little bit on your dad. For sure. 50 or Steven Wonderboy Thompson by KO or TKO, that's plus 300. Uh, I would say both of these choices are probably like the number two option in terms of paths to victory. I don't know if Alal Muhammad has the firepower to outpoint Wonderboy, but which one do you guys uh, think is the better bet in the yeah. co-main? Yeah, I would go Bilal Muhammad via points just because, like, I, I understand what Reed was saying. He doesn't think that he's going to go out there and ragdoll Stephen Wonderboy Thompson like Gilbert Burns did, but... One thing that Gilbert Burns did show is like, listen, there is a path now to get to this takedown defense that maybe wasn't as impenetrable as it was before. And so I like that more so for Bilal Muhammad. Like, it's even one boy Thompson. Yes, he has some of the sickest knockouts in history, but they're also in history. Like, they were a long time ago. A lot of his fights go the distance. Um, to think that Bilal doesn't know that he's got some crazy kick that's going to come his way or that he's going to be put out like that. No, I would uh, I would say Bilal Muhammad uh, with the points is is the better bet there. So you're basically giving me three to one, right? I get three and a half to one Bilal Muhammad on points. I get three to one Wonder Boy by knockout. It's weird how big of a favorite Wonder Boy is in this fight, like a minus two twenty five for a guy that's two and three in his last five fights. I feel like, and you made this point a couple of times, BT, that he's fought in the, for a long time, right, for the promotion. People know his name. He has those highlight head kicks and. That's what people want to see. In the case of Bilal Muhammad, not as exciting of a fighter, but he's won nine out of his last ten fights. He doesn't necessarily finish them. He's not but an if exciting I get... fighter. He's not. I he's mean, not. He's, but he's, he's, not. He's, he's not. He's he's about as bland as it gets, but he wins. They say styles make fights, and this is one where you've got maybe the most exciting fighter in the game, at least at one point, in Wonderboy Thompson taking on one, one of, if not the most boring fights. Speaking of boring fighters and Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, a little bit of crossover here. Let's not forget that two of the losses – on the record of Stephen Wonderboy Thompson came to Tyrone Woodley. So yep. at some point, Tyrone Woodley used to throw hands. I don't know if that's going to be the case tonight. But back to the question that was asked, um, I'm all over Bilal Muhammad. A lot of his fights end up going to the cards, and he ends up winning almost every single time that happens. So if I can get him at plus 350, I actually think that's the most likely thing to happen, Jake. You were saying that these are probably the two things that are bet the most if it's going to finish, Wonder Boy by knockout or Bilal Muhammad uh, plus 350. Obviously not a finish there, but if that's what you want to bet on a prop, if you will, I think the most likely thing to happen is that Bilal Muhammad wins this fight by decision. So I'm all over. If you're going to give me three to one, three and a half to one, I would have taken two to one on that. Give it to me. I already placed a wager on Wonderboy uh, to win by decision, so that's the way that I would go in that fight. And I agree with your cap there. I don't know if I don't know if Thompson really has the uh, firepower to put people out the way he did, but you never know. You don't see a kick coming. Maybe he puts Muhammad on the mat. Let's go to one that you guys were all over, Mister Damage, Darren Elkins by points plus three fifty, or Cub Swanson by KO plus two seventy. As you guys alluded to earlier. That's kind of the main rub either way for either of these guys. If you're looking to bet on them once again, uh, that's probably the path to victory. So, yeah, this is I'm going to go with uh, Darren Elkins by by uh, by points just because I kind of feel like this is going to go the distance. I don't see either one of these guys getting put away. Uh, this is kind of crazy. Cub Swanson. He's been in fight of the night six times in his UFC career. Ten but ten of you count the WEC days like the guy. Every one of his fights just seems to be entertaining. Like this is just like he's we're going into 40 career fights. That's like like one out of every one of his four fights is fight of the night. So you're in for something entertaining. And then Darren Elkins, it's like 
you never can rule the guy out because he'll probably have like the worst first round you've ever seen. And then all of a sudden, like is back like a zombie and can go take out his opponent. So I just feel like that makes for somebody winning by decision. And my heart wants to go with Cub Swanson because I love Cub Swanson. Dude's a, he's like one of the unsung legends of the game and OG. But Darren Elkins, like, I can never rule him out late in a fight. I feel like that's a, that's a, that, that would be a smart way to go. Elkins comes in at a plus 166 to win the fight. Cub's the favorite. Uh, almost a two to one. You can get him at a minus 198. By the way, Cub, sweet tattoos. Damage, oh. Elkins, maybe one of the worst tattoos in the game, but we covered that earlier anyway. I like Cub in that one. You got any more for us, Jake? This is one that I'm actually really looking forward to. Matus Gamrot, uh, very violent fighter, something yes. that I love. Uh, so we have uh, him by knockout plus 290, or you could take him by submission plus 900 against Carlos D Diego Ferreira. Remember, uh, Gamrot put on a nasty Kimura on Jeremy Stevens to finish that fight. So which yeah. way are you guys going in this one? Um, I'm going to go with Gamrot by knockout. I feel like everybody's going to be looking for that. Like he's going to go and try and get those six submissions right away, uh, which would probably have uh Fiera just uh, a little bit worried about it. Like he's going to be, he's going to be on notice for it. So I think that almost sets Gamrot up for uh, a place to land those strikes in a better spot. That's where I would go. Do you know who Ferreira's losses are to BT off the top of your head? Um, let's see. He's lost to, I know he's lost to Poirier. Poirier, uh, he's lost fighter. to, I think he's lost Benil Daryush Twice, one more. He's lost four times. How about Gregor know. Gillespie? Those are his losses. Gregor Gillespie, Those Dustin Poirier. But they're good guys. I mean, yeah, some they're of the best guys. guys. Some of the guys that either have the belt or are fighting for the belt or about to fight for the belt. So the I Gillespie one was the one that, that, that was a golf Gillespie's Kevin Lee loss, right? So that was like him getting back in the wind column. Indeed. It just doesn't make sense to me that you can get this guy a plus money in the fight. And Jake, you're right. When it comes to Gamrot, the guy's a knockout artist. He did choke out Jeremy Stevens, so we know that he can beat you multiple ways. I'll take him by sub. Why not? But I actually don't think he's going to win this fight. My favorite fight, my favorite bet on this fight, I don't know how it's going to end. I don't know if it's going to be the cards, knockout, sub. I'll just take the plus 164 on Ferreira again for a guy that's only lost to Dustin Poirier, Gregor Gillespie, and Vanil Daryush a couple of times. I don't like judging guys if they've only lost to the best. I feel like you don't really learn a lot when it's those guys beat everybody. So if he goes out there and loses tonight, I'll change my opinion. Gamrock can definitely throw hands, but I like Ferreira to win this fight. I really do. I'm sorry to report, guys. The heart won out. I just, while we were talking here, I, I placed a wager on Chris Dawkins to win by knockout. I couldn't, something possessed Listen, I my body. And I, just, uh... I respect, Look, I respect not, going home team. And look, he's the favorite. He, what'd, you, what'd you bet? You take him by knockout? By knockout. Uh, you could still get decent value on that. If you go over to uh, FanDuel, they have him at uh, plus 150 to win by KO. Or not. And again, as we talked about, that's the only way that this one ends, in my opinion. Uh, Why don't by you knockout, parlay that one. with the first or second round? I'm looking right now. Every time he's knocked somebody on the UFC, they've all ended in the first. One of them ended like 30 seconds into the second. If you're going to play that, and I don't mind it, the only thing about Derek Lewis is this, BT. I feel like for a guy that looks like Derek Lewis, what is he, like 6'3", 80-inch reach, there's a reason why they call him the Black Beast. You look at him and think this guy's going to wear down easy and early. And sometimes that's just not the case with the Black Beast. Like, yeah, he's not going to come out necessarily hot. I don't think that I've ever seen him have a lead after the first round. But I've seen him go in some deep waters. 
Yeah, I mean, he's also got some of the worst body language during a fight of anybody. Like, he'll just, like, he wears when he's tired, but he does, it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean he can't get through it. And then he knocks you out. Right. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's almost like you got to be, uh, almost wary. Like, is he playing games with me? And I think Chris, Chris Dawkins is going to learn a lot of stuff tonight. Look, I think it's one of those ones where if he gets this one, yeah, he's, that, that again is like, hey, welcome. He's, he's definitely a contender. Not as good of a card as last Saturday night, but still a great one. You got Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley. You got Frank Gore, Darren Williams. And then, of course, in the UFC, the co-main Bilal Muhammad, Stephen Thompson, and the Black Beast, Derek Lewis, taking on Chris Dawkins. We'll break it all down next. We'll get tapped out. We'll give you all of our best bets, and then we'll get out of cheer. Thanks for listening to us this Saturday night. You're locked into the BetQL Network.